we are back. Welcome to Utter Descent. I'm Brian, and with me this week, I got Eric. Going on. So this is episode 16 of Utter Descent. This week, we're going to be talking about a game that no one probably knows except for Eric called uh, Infested Planet off of Steam. But before we get into that, let's uh, let's talk about E3, because that just happened in the universe we're currently in. <laughs> oh yeah, it happened right now, I'm sure, for all the listeners out there. Probably. Yes, this will not be a month late or anything. No, we actually have a forward pass in the future. We're living, <laughs> living on future time, so no, whenever yeah. you see this, definitely just happened. Yeah, just, you know, when you when you listen to it, go back in time a little bit and you'll feel like it's current events. Exactly. Just don't go to E3 yet. And if you have yeah. already, just forget. So it's fine. Don't, yeah, just stay off the news. You only need to hear from us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so for all you hermits out there, <laughs> here's, your, here's your E3 update. Because I know that we're the only source of information in gaming that you come to. Why would you go anywhere else? It's high all, quality here. All... <laughs> Four listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so in terms of E3, right? So seems like there's a bunch of good titles coming up, but in my opinion, as I always with E3, I never feel like they give me enough gameplay to really understand if it's something I'm interested in. They'll give you like a taste or a cinematic or whatever. But as we know from things like Spore, how they describe <laughs> what the game is going to be rarely actually correlates with what the game is if you say open world uh evolution simulator what you mean is you know stage style i don't know piece of garbage Dumb, <laughs> dumbed down version of like five different games right <laughs> all of which could have been done better via flash right and could have been done better on their own without the rest of the mechanics surrounding it exactly so yeah or or the other best case scenario of over promising which was um the fuck is the name of that game the universe explorer we just talked about this no man's sky yeah no man's sky that fucking piece of garbage i was never on that train <sighs> it looks so good when they when they announced it but it was all pre-rendered cinematics That's they wild. came out and they're like look you can start on this planet, then you fly up into the sky, you go into space. Look, there's a giant fleet of ships having a battle, and then you zoom off to another solar system. Ooh, that's not what it was. Still not what it is, even though they keep updating it. Well, so we to, <laughs> I'm not going to touch it. For, yeah, for all the things we're about to talk about, let's just be realistic and remember, time and time again, these large companies promise the world and fail so hard whenever it comes to delivery so we're probably going to be excited about you know the new star wars game and the new halo game and all that but let's and any of you nintendo fans out there i'm talking to you especially let's just remember you can admit that your favorite game didn't turn out so well this time that's okay we're here for you yeah and for all you nintendo fans out there just remember nintendo never put out good quality video games in the first place so <laughs> <laughs> oh man i don't know if we're allowed to say that without having at least mark or kevin here to defend themselves that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay i lit the incense and did the prayers they won't be coming by anytime soon <laughs> you made sure, sure to smudge your house <laughs> <laughs> exactly all the lights are off it's all good 
But either way, we'll uh we'll get to Nintendo towards the end of this this discussion about E3. Let's let's go to something that's actually worth talking about instead of just going and another one over and over again. Shall we uh start with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah, so they they released a pretty in my opinion, a pretty open like view of what gameplay is going to look like. Uh didn't look Agreed. like they cut much i think it's like a solid 12 minute just from the beginning of some mission uh where you're uh apparently a jedi working with the rebels of some sort on kashik or some wiki planet uh, um and you're supposed to go and stop them from harvesting sap so just based on like the premise of the mission because it didn't sound like you're there to go do anything specific like rescue somebody to lead you to another part of a main storyline that makes me think that it could be a more open world style game because what kind of a linear game has you go stop the empire from collecting sap from kashik like doesn't really sound like a core story that sounds like a side story of some sort right but it could just be the introduction like arbitrary reason as to why you're going to meet up with the rebels you know you might be alone jedi warrior that's just trying to fuck with the the empire or whatever and runs in with the rebels happen to be on a similar mission now you're working together true could be like um you were sent by somebody to prevent this particular resin from being harvested because you'll find out later it's a big thing right you know or it could truly just be nothing just Maybe you're not even there to do any of that. Maybe you're just there sightseeing. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you, just, you did come to rescue somebody and they won. They're dead. Because you didn't bring up that you need to stop that from happening. It was the rebel. That was the rebel's goal. Yeah. So maybe your maybe your uh, your starship just crashed on the planet. Who knows? Hey, maybe you're trying to. Maybe the only person in the world that can fix your underbite is someone on Kashyyyk. Did he have an underbite? <laughs> it looked like it to me. Something's going on with that guy's mouth. <laughs> nice. One thing I got to say, though, the game looks a lot like The Force Unleashed, but what was very promising about it was the cutscenes and the dialogue between the characters and the general story feel from what they were talking about seemed to be leagues above The Force Unleashed. Because let's be honest, it was a fun game to play, but the entire story for the Force Unleashed in Force Unleashed 2 was just shit. The yeah. characters were unlikable. They had no personality. There wasn't really any reason to give a fuck about anyone in the game. This looks like it might be a better written game compared to that that other title. Yeah, I think so. And also something I liked about it was the way everything moved. It felt, except for whenever you got into the some of the combat it felt like uh kind of an older star wars kind of art style the way everybody kind of or all the stormtroopers and such seemed like they were like burdened like they weren't army men running around or right like they, it seemed like they were the clunky some... kind of star star trooper things that you kind of recognize from the original stormtrooper design right there's a bit of momentum they have to get behind their movement they can't just like turn on a dime and just like (laughs) randomly decide they're going to move at a right angle right or like in uh the was it the force unleashed yeah that you were they ragdollized (laughs) 
Yeah, and you were jumping around like a madman, which was a lot of fun. But if they're trying to go for more of a sword fight feel where moving takes effort, I think I would like that. I think that would be cooler. Yeah. Uh, it looks it looks pretty cool. Um we'll we'll see how it turns out. I'm hoping that they what would be really nice is if they found a way to blend like the Force Unleashed with Knights Old Republic and go down that path of a larger RPG style game. Maybe not even with the RPG elements so much, but just the story and the more open world uh rather yeah, than hoarding. just going down the linear path. I mean, what's a good game without a hoarding mechanic where you can collect every little shiny thing and, and stack it in your starship? Right. If I can't go and become a billionaire by taking people's dining room, I don't want to play the game. Yeah, if I can't collect all the forks and spoons in the first mission and sell them all for $100 and get myself a moderately better weapon, it just isn't a fun game. Agreed. <laughs> and if I can't change that lightsaber color at some point, zero out of five stars. Shit game. Don't want to play it. Hey, all you have to do is buy the DLC or a loot box. Oh, don't start. This is an EA game. <laughs> this is an EA game. That's the problem. It's going to happen. <laughs> you want to buy a crystal? Okay, so first you have to mail order in a real crystal. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to send us a picture of it glued to your console or computer and then brand and then into ea's property and then you can have your new lightsaber color and then we're going to ask you to download 20 gigs worth of an update to do so even though it's just changing a color <laughs> loot boxes are big man how do you think they store them all in your computer i guess they're physically storing them in my computer yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> it <laughs> No, it should be it should be cool. Um I'm kind of curious to see how much it follows from the older Star Wars uh RPG games like Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy. I have no idea if it has anything to do with those, but those were probably the last decent um single player Star Wars games. Well, it kind of seems like it, the way they titled it at least. Like there's no reason for them to have put Jedi in the name. If they sure. weren't trying to hearken back to those, because as far as I know, those are the only ones that have Jedi as like their... But it is weird, because they put the semicolon after the Jedi. Like It's not like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Right, which is why they might be hearkening back to those, because the other ones were Star Wars Jedi Outcast. I don't know if there actually uh, was okay. a, a colon in there, but that's that what sense. they were called. And those were fantastic games. I mean... I went back and played all of them a few years ago. Once you get used to the old controls and everything and, you know, how bad the graphics are, they're very solid games. You, The way you move through it and the decisions with your upgrades, you know, light versus dark kind of force powers and stuff, it's it's a lot of fun to play. Well, that's good. I, yeah, I think that should be cool. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I think they said it's coming out this fall. That's what I remember. So next on our on our list of exciting new titles that are totally going to flop, Cyberpunk 2077. Yep, they've been harking on this one for a while, but they have been pretty reluctant to tell us anything about it except that it's amazing. Yeah, I don't know too much about this game, to be honest. Um, it's It's got a lot of hype. That much I know. There's a lot of people very, very excited about it. 
But as for like, did you watch any of the trailers on this one? Um, I watched parts of their gameplay trailer. It's like 45 minutes or something, but I kept skipping through it to try and find the gameplay part of it. It seemed more like a cutscene trailer more so than a, I don't, it was weird. Like I didn't see any, like, you know, it's a real gameplay trailer when they show you like the pause menu and everything, you know, but it, <laughs> right. wasn't, it wasn't that it was like showing you a lot of cutscenes and showing you, you walking to go talk to somebody to start a mission. You know, it wasn't much in the way of actually fighting or checking out your inventory. If you have inventory or looking at like a shopkeep kind of thing where you're, you get an idea of how the customization works. It didn't seem like that kind of trailer. So I just stopped watching it because it didn't seem like it was going to tell me about the game. But based on that information, you can still go and buy it right now. It's on sale. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you want to, I think it's 10 months out or something is when it's going to like next spring. And they're like, yeah, pre-purchase now. And you can get a new cyber enhancement, or I don't know. I don't know what their pre-purchase reward is. I mean, if they did yeah. pre-purchase sale, you know, and they were like, pay $30 because you are you don't even know if this game's good or not, at least that would be tempting. But for full price pre-purchase, I'm never going to actually, there's no reason for me to do that. Why would you do that? I've never understood the the pre-purchasing these days i understood it back in the day whenever they'd only print they could only print so many copies at once and so if you pre-purchased you were guaranteed to get it when it released yeah and you could go um, up to the front of the line and be like i pre-purchased give me mine right and you already bought it they weren't going to give away your copy right i mean, I, I understand that this i don't get because everything's digital download these days the fuck are you paying for like, I, I remember talking to Kevin about this at one point, and he was like, well, you get to download it ahead of time. You're allowed to get on and, and download it, you know, before everyone else can, so you, you can beat the rush. I'm like, yeah, but if everyone fucking pre-purchases it, you're all going to be trying to download it at the same time. I watched him do this with Battlefield before, and he's like, oh, I can download it now. And I watched his download rate go to, like, you know, a kilobyte a minute because everyone pre-purchase the fucking game was overloading their servers it, d it just doesn't make any sense i don't really understand right which is dumb because you'd think that they would know based on the number of pre-purchases exactly what the taxing is going to be on their system right they would right. probably know several weeks in advance how much i don't know i'm not a computer guy how much <laughs> upload speed or whatever they'll need right i i don't as i said i don't understand it even whenever it comes with some like bonus content it just doesn't really seem like it's worth it most of the time it's just like a hat or a cosmetic item it's never something that's you know we, we pre-purchased halo 3 i think it was and got that that halo spartan helmet we we paid extra for that though yeah yeah and that was we cool. paid like an extra 20 bucks and we got the spartan helmet that's cool because <laughs> it's cool now because we know that it was a good game and that we have that like see look forever people will know i pre-purchased or i bought this online right i mean if I you called were to, it <laughs> if you were to give me the same thing now for like halo infinite i probably wouldn't do it just because i'm cheap and i don't really <laughs> see the point in pre-purchasing things because i have so much else to do with my time but yeah. at least it came with something extra 
yeah, at least you get something cool. I think I I pre-purchased uh oh, what was that game called? Dishonored, and they gave us they gave out like a deck of cards that it was I don't think it was real cards. It was like the tarot cards from the game. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that that like even just a shirt or a hat that'd be kind of cool or, or a wallet. But this doesn't seem like it fucking comes with anything. Like I'm I'm right. looking at it right now. It says you can get. Oh gosh, you can watch an unboxing video for this already. Um, you can get a save game that for soundtrack, later, <laughs> a cyberpunk source book, art booklet, and wallpapers for your desktop. Wallpapers for your desktop. Yeah, something that you'll be able to get within probably right now. You can go on Google, find a picture of this, and make it a wallpaper. You don't need to pay for that. Yikes! All right. Anyway, um, so we really don't have any more information on Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, from from what I'm reading right now, it looks like it's an open world city action adventure kind of a thing where you're going around exploring um, as a mercenary outlaw going after some sort of implants that you can put into yourself that might give you immortality. So it's it's a open world RPG kind of a game. But it doesn't really seem to have any more information about it than than that. I don't know how you traverse the city or anything, but it it sounds very interesting. I'm just concerned about the hype, and I'm concerned about this pre-ordering. You know, basically a year ahead of time. It it sounds like what we've seen before with other games where they get overhyped and then they completely fail. Yeah, I mean, blue balls are rough, but especially when you pay for it, right? Especially when you pre-order it. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about something that hopefully won't be a disappointment, which is Halo Infinite or Halo Six, because I guess they're sick of numbering things. Right. Um, this this is apparently a direct sequel to Halo Five, despite the fact that they're not calling it Halo Six. As far as what happens, they're not really telling you much. The trailer shows Master Chief floating in space, getting picked up by some dude in a pelican, and then turning around and going, there's a regenerating halo ring. Let me jump out the back of the pelican. So as much as I love Halo, and I'm excited to see that there's another game coming out, that trailer was completely pointless. Yeah, and he gives a cheesy tagline as he leaves. He's like, get ready, or like... Yeah, <laughs> get excited. <laughs> Are you pumped? Get your heart pumped now. <laughs> <laughs> you better get hard. Jump. <laughs> yeah, it was the especially the beginning of it where they just had that long sequence of the alarm going off and the guy going and handling the breach in the ship and then watching that little video of his. I'm assuming wife talking to their kid. You're like, this has what, what the fuck is going on? I thought I was watching a Halo trailer, and yeah. then Master Chief bumps into the ship, and you're like, oh, so that was all pointless. That entire first minute and a half of this trailer was meaningless. Cool. Yep. It's like that Dead Rising trailer that they put out with the the reverse slow motion kid being thrown out of a window. Yeah, nothing right. to do with the fucking game. <laughs> it's like it was fun to watch. But I kind of wanted to know what the game's like. <laughs> right, zero information about what the game was. That like that is the equivalent of like Elder Scrolls uh, 
like their new one that they released where it's just like coming soon or like right. it's gonna happen <laughs> right <laughs> there's a new one coming that. <laughs> just it's gonna happen we don't have to say anything else there is one it's going to come out eventually be excited right just Drop wait the mic exactly i mean that's all they had to do for uh fallout 4 76 no not fallout 76 fallout 4 all they had to do was say it's gonna happen and people basically jizz themselves on the spot like yeah i mean when i saw master chief bump into that that ship i had to go change my pants so right as soon as they said like friendly detected i was like oh oh is it gonna be master chief Uh. it's gonna be master chief (laughs) where is he open the door open the door (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no way it is. Be... wow oh uh, i had no idea <laughs> what if it was just the arbiter <laughs> oh that would have been great <laughs> like, he, just he stands up he's like it's like at the closing scene stands up he's like wart 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh that would have been so good and then he just eats the marine's head it's like oh covenant covenant oh, be humans again <laughs> classic nice <laughs> surprise surprise yeah what if they just had master chief just tear off his armor it's like <laughs> fucking two grunts stacked on top of each other plasma grenades <laughs> Very upsetting. <laughs> Just grump birthday party hats on. <laughs> it would have been a better trailer, though. It, it would have at least been. been. You would have been very assured that they were just saying, there's another Halo out. Just be excited. We're wasting your time right now. It's like, hooray! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just have the guy pull out a gun, shoot them both in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Uh, but anyway, a quick question for you before we move on from Halo. Um, do you remember how Halo 5 ended? No idea. I remember Cortana going to the dark side and joining up with the, um, I can't remember what it's called, but the Forerunner, like, universe expanding (laughs) internet, basically, where the rest of the Forerunner AI are hanging out, and she's, like, now in charge of that larger conglomerate and she's like oh "Oh, we just have to tamp down all the all of you fucking organics who are ruining everything with your stupid wars here's our four runner guardians to make sure you stop misbehaving bitch but i don't remember how what happened to master chief at that point yeah i don't i really don't remember because i'm gonna have to go back and play yeah i might well i mean if i ever buy it again that's the other problem is like I wanna I wanna play the game, but I don't really want to play it on the PC. So we'll see how that all pans out. I mean, you could play it on the PC and just use a controller. See, you always say this; it's not the same, man. <laughs> it's not it's not adjusted for it properly. I don't know. And then I can't play online because I'll just get slayed. True. True. <laughs> Absolutely true. Maybe they'll be nice and they'll like filter it based on what kind of control style you're using. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be neat. For all of you guys who are playing with a controller, here's your own separate server space so you don't just get fucking destroyed by people with a mouse. Yeah, or just go play on the console servers. Oh, wait, no, that would be way too complicated, apparently. Yeah, because, you know, there's such a big difference between the Xbox and the PlayStation, or the PC, which are totally not made by the same goddamn company. Nope. Microsoft. Of course not. 
Um, either way, I'm very excited to see a new Halo game, uh, even though it is kind of getting to that point of, hey guys, can we stop just kind of making the same game? I want to see what happens with the storyline. They've always been very well-made first-person shooters, and I want to know what the fuck is going to happen with Cortana. So it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, hopefully she just offs herself. <laughs> gets out of the it's, story. Maybe she'll come back with the buck teeth again. Um, pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about another series of games that won't stop remaking themselves. Nintendo! Yeah, that's one game, right? Yeah, that's just all of their fucking games. When was the last time they had an, a new game come out for any of their shit? Well, they're new games, like they're just sequels. Perpetual Sorry, I mean sequels. a new a new IP, like completely new game that they made instead of just re-releasing their old Zelda games over and over again. You know, you'd think you'd think that they would try and like branch things out, like they'll I don't know, in a Mario game they'll add a new Mario character that'll then get its own spin off. You know? You'd think they, they would try to. and like grow like that, but they don't like doing that anymore. I guess they just know that they have enough fans that it'll just farm them money. I think they're also worried about alienating their fan base, which, based on some of their other mistakes that they've made with some of their intellectual property, like uh, the Metroid series, they've done it before, and it doesn't stop the Nintendo fans from asking for more, so it doesn't really seem like you got any risks here, Nintendo. You can kind of do whatever you want, and the Mario fans will buy it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's all I gotta say about Nintendo. Is there any specific thing? I, I guess there's... Pokemon Sword and Shield. Through. Well, I want to focus on that independently, but let's just run through some of the stupid shit that they're that they're doing in terms of and another one and another one and another one. Okay. So let's see. And another one, Mario Maker Two. Sorry, Super Mario Maker Two. So apparently the build your own Mario game game wasn't enough and they had to come up with a second one. I cannot imagine what the difference is going to be aside from the fact that I guess it's on the Switch. Uh, they got uh, another Legend of Zelda coming out. They added Banjo-Kazooie to Super Smash Brothers, which apparently is a big fucking deal. And another Animal Crossing, which I'm sure will be exactly the same game. And another Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. I'm not even going to try. And another Fire Emblem, and another Zelda game, different Zelda game, and another Luigi's Mansion, so we can watch a mustachioed man shit his pants. Uh, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Slightly racist towards Italian people. You can't be racist to Italian people. They're white. Oh, right. That's how that works. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And another... Pokemon game and another where the fuck did it go I know there was another one that I just kind of rolled my eyes at when I saw they're putting out another one of these Pokemon we'll just stop Pokemon I'm sure there are other (laughs) ones that they've that they're releasing another one of but about Pokemon this is the first one that I've seen since like the original red and green or blue and yellow uh, that I've actually been interested in because they're going for like full 3D uh, third person view exploration kind of a game with like Pokemon jumping around in the fields you go up to and fight, which hmm. sounds actually different for once and not like they're just rehashing the same thing. I, I'm sure it's going to play like the same old game, 
but just the fact that you're kind of getting the game a little bit more um, immersive, I guess would be the word I want, makes it sound a little more interesting to me. Now, yeah, I mean, said, that would be kind of cool to be able to like wander around in like a like a free world and just see the Pokemon and be like, I don't want to fight another one of those. Right. Or that they just said, jump out of the bush at you and go, Rah! and then you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to fight it anyway. Right. Now, that being said, I'm don't think I'm going to buy a switch for just a game. And I also remember from the last time I played a Pokemon game that one of the things that quickly tires me out is their like juvenile oh everyone's friends and no one's evil and no we're just we're just joking everything's cool let's talk about fashion because that's what's that's what's hip these days i have no interest in sitting through another you know 40 hours worth of that see half fashion design game i think that's like on one hand, you could say, well, it's a kid's game. But on the other hand, it's like, when I was a kid, I wanted the most violent game I could get my hands on. Yeah. So <laughs> you can't really say it's a kid's game, considering you know that kids want to see blood. <laughs> right. And my biggest issue with the Pokemon series has always been the fact that they won't let you play the way you want. Like, I get it. Team Rocket or whatever the fuck they call themselves in each game, they're supposed to be the bad guys. Just let me play as them. Why can't I join their team? I want to steal other people's Pokemon. Come on. Honestly, it doesn't really sound like that different of a way of playing. Right. Instead of it wouldn't be that hard. Of, <laughs> uh, capturing quote unquote Pokemon in the wild, you're just taking them from people who have already captured them. Lost. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. It seems seems fine to me. Yeah, and the last one that I played was Pokemon X, I think. And the main bad guy in there had, like, a long monologue about how he's going to, like, genocide people and get rid of the, like, filthy underbelly of society by using some, like, ancient Pokemon to kill them all. Mm -hmm. And as it was going on, I'm like, hold on a minute. Hold on. This is okay to put in your game, but you won't let me steal other people's Pokemon? So, genocide, cool, stealing, not? Really? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? And I'm not even sure if he was the bad guy. He he seemed like he was just another character you were talking to. Probably eventually the bad guy. I never got to that point. Man, they should come out with a Pokemon like GTA edition where you like <laughs> use Pokemon as like weapons to like take over a city. <laughs> yeah, where they go out, summon your Charizard and just burns people in the street. Charizard, use decapitate. <laughs> oh my god like saints row mixed with pokemon right That'd be fantastic That'd be fun <laughs> uh just riding on the back of a charizard flying through the city burning people from the tops of buildings yeah Do like a, a spider-man 2 grab someone fly him up to the top of a building and throw him off the edge What's the sleepy Pokemon that? called? Yeah, I remember that. Snorlax. Uh, what's the one that makes other people sleep? Jigglypuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you like toss a jig Jigglypuff onto like a highway, and all the cars drivers just fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine the uh, the achievements too for the game: kill hundred people without actually <laughs> killing them yourself. Yeah, I mean, create fifty car pileup. 
be fun. You could do like hijinks, like go into restaurants and have have all the b- spoons be bent. Then you can like walk out like and snicker to yourself. Ugh. <laughs> that sounds so boring now. I don't want to play this game, Eric. You just ruined it. <laughs> well, they have to have kids mode. I was on board. I was on, I was on board, and I don't care. It's <laughs> on board when there was blood. Yeah, we were burning people alive and causing them to run into each other on the highway. Yeah, I mean, it just seems fun. Like you know, yeah. you could use you could use a jiggly puff like a grenade, like you throw it at a helicopter, and it just like falls out of the sky as the, <laughs> as, the <laughs> as the driver stops doing it. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, see we just within five minutes came up with a better game than anything that Nintendo talked about releasing at E3 yeah and you could like have like kidnapping uh, episodes where you have to like go get a target and bring them somewhere and you just use a pokeball to catch them oh that'd be great <laughs> Jack has been stunned some, like, quick throw your human pokeball <laughs> have some like alternate universe moment where you get stuck in the pokeball yourself and see what torture mechanics they have in there to get the pokemon to break and listen to you just like that scene from uh prey yeah <laughs> <laughs> the conveyor belts <laughs> uh, wow that's an old fucking game by the way we're not talking about prey the new one we're talking about prey for the 360 yeah with like the eagle wings you're like a native american yeah. what, what do they call them like void walkers or something i don't even remember it was like a mix of Quake and like undertones of Fuck the Native Americans. Uh, was that it? <laughs> I don't know. I never. That's what I felt. It was, I, I watched it. It kind of just like, we're going to make some it. weird stereotype mon- montage of what we think Native Americans are like. Okay. Now you're making it sound a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that the game's racist, I'm totally on board. <laughs> uh, you know, whatever whatever brings the, the customers, right? Yeah, at the end of the game, you team up with Mecha Hitler instead of killing him like in Wolfenstein. Mm, pretty sure you're making that up. <laughs> You'll never know. I don't think you're going to go buy Prey. <laughs> no, don't think so. All right. Uh, in other so news. speaking of speaking of dead things, they also announced that there's a Dying Light Two coming out soon. Which, considering we just reviewed Dying Light One, is very topical, and I'm incredibly excited. Sounds like they're taking the original concept of the game and now the infection has gone and spread across the world and you're in another city. I don't know what you're doing in the city particularly, but what I did hear is that throughout the game there's going to be a lot of um, choices you make and upgrades you make to yourself and story moments that will like actually change the landscape that you're fighting in. How they're going to do that, I don't know, but I could imagine some sort of a situation where you end up destroying a building and you can never go back into that building, or maybe accidentally opening the floodgates and now part of the city's underwater. Who knows? But that game was a lot of fun. It was not the best story by any means, and the personalities of the characters were pretty meh, but gameplay-wise, it was very well done. And I could definitely go play some more of that. Yeah, I'm done. I still haven't finished the first one. So by the time I finish the first one, hopefully the second one will be super cheap because that's typically what happens with me. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. And speaking of bringing things back to life again, we got Destroy All Humans. <laughs> yeah, apparently they are remaking the original Destroy All Humans for the new console generation. And 
maybe PC. Um, that was a lot of fun back in the day. It was it was a cool game. I I remember we played a lot of it, but that was back in the days where we only had like one game to play a year. So it was cool because it was rated T, and it was like an open world, uh, killing things kind of game. So we could actually buy mm. it. Uh, I think it might have got re-rated or something at some point because I guess people didn't notice that a core mechanic is to mind fuck people until their brains explode and then you collect their brain stems. Yeah, or shoot them with an, a probe up the butt. <laughs> That's just potty humor. It's only rape if you think of it as rape. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the mindset. If you just tell yourself that you're enjoying it, everything's fine. Right, exactly. But uh, seriously, it, it seemed like potty humor to me. Like, heh <laughs> butts exploding it was a fun game it had some interesting game mechanics and some pretty decent humor to it and one of my favorite parts was that one of the guy's voices was invader zim really wait who? yeah uh the commander that oh, you talked to. right right yeah the big yeah, it was very clearly invader zim <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah it was it was a fun game i don't know if it really needs a re a re-release um, I do get that most people probably don't have a PlayStation 2, and even if they do, it's probably hard to find the game. So, on the one hand, I understand why they're doing this. On the other hand, I really don't like it whenever people do this. So, if they're literally just re-releasing the game without any, like, changes, like some of the other remakes that they've been doing, where it's called the same thing but has nothing to do with the original, as long as they're just, like, saying, hey, we remastered this for you so you can play it again i'm fine with that yeah it's like what they did with battlezone 2 where i literally could not run it on my computer so someone went through the hassle of making it so the game runs on new computers that was awesome i really appreciated that yeah i don't see any problem i think it'd still be fun especially maybe not for me necessarily but for people who haven't played played it before yeah so speaking of churning out the same game over and over again hearkening back to nintendo um <laughs> they're coming out with another borderlands which was very mind fucky for me because when i read that i was like they just came out with the borderlands and i was reading it and they're like yeah borderlands 2 came out in 2012 i'm like oh that was when borderlands 2 came out fuck that was a long time ago didn't they come out with a prequel yes they are neglecting to mention that there was another game that came out in between here um, when they're talking about it. But they're coming out with another one. It's probably going to be the same thing because all the Borderlands games have been the same thing. Sounds like there's an extra focus on trying to make the guns even more wacky than they were before. No, what they need to do is they need to reduce the number of guns because that game was such a pain in the ass to manage. It felt like every gun you get is just a way of making you on par with the enemy again. That's literally what the point was. Such a I, pain in the I'm ass. I'm always on the, I'm always on the fence with Borderlands because I've had a lot of fun. Would you say it. you're on the border? I am on the border, <laughs> but there is a fence on the border now, so I'm on the wall. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, Brian's on the wall with Borderlands, preparing to Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> uh, but I've always been on on the on the fence about this because, on the one hand. I had a lot of fun with the game in terms of its gameplay. I I liked the 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 combat. 
and especially in the second one the way that they made the gun switching out and like comparing to other stuff you're picking up a lot easier but i never really cared too much about what was happening in the game um a lot of their humor was grating after a while i guess is the best way of putting it like claptrap needs to go fuck himself he was funny for the first like couple times you talk to him but especially if you have to like repeat certain things he just would get on your nerves so fucking fast and i think my biggest problem with the game was its rpg element it just never really was necessary a lot of the rpg stuff was like oh you get a reduction in how much uh reload time you have or a little bit extra damage it's all like a numbers game instead of being something really really cool uh and the amount of time you had to put in to get to some of the cooler stuff was biblical (laughs) it's just ridiculous how long you had to play the game to get to some more interesting stuff and i just get bogged down um with side quests and getting distracted and never really cared enough to play it out all the way yeah i mean i'm sure it'll be a good game just in terms of people liking it because everyone likes borderlands i mean even like i feel like i would like it a lot more if I was on the train at the beginning. It's a lot of fun to play with your friends. I will definitely say that. It's a good multiplayer game because it's it's mindless. You can go in and you can play it for a few hours while you're just chatting and catching up with each other. Whatever's going on in the background of the game isn't really important. Um, so also along the lines of this game series will never die, Gears of War is having another game. Did you play any of the Gears of War's game? Oh, I think I played 1, 2, and 3 in a in a row uh i mean i thought i think my favorite and kind of least favorite part is the way the story is because it's kind of cool like the idea of the world that they put you into but they don't really go that deep into Mm -hmm. it it's it's mostly i guess a run and gun kind of thing um and they make the enemies feel evil like they're definitely evil monsters so that's cool but it didn't feel like they wanted the story to mean that much yeah i i honestly can't remember anything about those games in terms of story like overarching i remember the aliens weren't really aliens there was some creature from under the crust they're called the locust yes i think locust and you're humans but you're not humans and you're on the earth but it's not earth and the right. locusts are threatening to destroy everything or something right and you're and on you the thwart them and you're on the impenetrable piece of crust of the earth that's not impenetrable and <laughs> right yeah it's but that's all i that's all i remember i don't remember what happened from 1 to 2 to 3 i played all of them i don't remember i remember marcus phoenix is the name of the main character but i don't remember anything about who he really was what any of the point of what was going on I think a lot of the story focused on like the interplay between the characters, but they were all just like dumb football player jockey kind of people, and all their dialogue was just kind of grunting at each other. It wasn't interesting or or deep, so there was nothing to remember. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm gonna go kill this bug. Yeah, let's go kill that thing. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, boring. In one ear, out the other. <laughs> yeah, it's alright though. I mean, I could. I'm not going to be playing that game for sure. I didn't even play 4, but... Same. I That was one of those other EA disappointments where they promised this huge game with all these really interesting mechanics of the aliens having the, 
the better of you at night. And then if it switched to daytime, you had the better of them because you have all these technological, you know, advances over them, but they're stronger. And like they set out this huge, really interesting sounding game. And then all of it did not come through. Right. Well, that was back when you were reading Game Informer. And I don't know if you've noticed, but whenever you see a glowing review of a game that hasn't come out, it usually has a lot of uh, embellishment. <laughs> True. Usually it seems... But I was naive at the time. I didn't know. And you didn't know that you paid off. <laughs> exactly. Um, in other sequel news, they are also coming out with a Psychonauts 2 and a Vamp- Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2, both of which I don't think you've played. Uh, No, I watched you play Psychonauts, though. It seemed entertaining. It's a good old platforming adventure game it was it's got a good sense of humor uh the gameplay is not too difficult so it doesn't get frustrating it's got a unique story of you know kind of mental fuckery of climbing into people's heads it's a good game it's it's definitely worth playing and uh vampire the masquerade bloodlines is a very niche old i'd say like 2000s i think uh rpg very interesting game i played it for a while never ever finished it because i hit some combat sequence i just could not finish it's one of those old rpg games that will let you sink all of your points into some like dancing or underwater breathing skill set or more practically like vampire mind control ability that apparently doesn't work on many enemies (laughs) right and and you'll hit or you'll or it'll let you put all of your points into charisma and then you hit the end of the game or you hit a certain boss or something. It's like, oh, well, if you don't have at least five points in dagger claws, you're never going to beat this guy. No, you're not going to beat this game. Start over again. So it was really cool. It had a really nice story to it of like vampire society under human society, you know, hiding in the shadows and disguising yourself as just part of the population. It had the most ridiculous um dialogue sequences like there were certain types of vampire that you could play as that had just a totally different way of talking and people would react accordingly it wasn't like you know type a would say hey how are you doing and type b would go how are outs doing and the person would respond the same way they'd be like why the fuck are you talking weird so it was Uh, a lot of fun (laughs) don't worry it's just my bloodline or sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's my don't worry, my blood is <laughs> lines. <laughs> Did someone kick you in the head? No, yes, maybe. <laughs> okay. Did you yeah. notice my masquerade it's... yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it though. It'll give me an excuse to go and try and beat that game again. Maybe I'll make one of you guys play it with me. Hey, I mean, I might be down. I don't know. We'll see. I'm it should be fun, though. Um, other games that are coming out, uh, just to kind of wrap this up, there's another Doom game and another Wolfenstein coming out, which I have not played the new Doom. I did play the new Wolfenstein. The Wolfenstein was fun from a gameplay perspective, but I thought that the story was kind of boring and the levels were unimaginative. Nah, um, come on. It, come Wolfen- on. Wolfenstein, was- it was fun. <laughs> The guns the were so sad. The combat was super satisfying. And I thought it was funny for most of the time. I did think the story was kind of stupid. But I don't know. I thought it was 
it was really I would say it was close to as fun to play as uh as Bioshock Infinite was even though Bioshock Infinite had a fun storyline that was actually interesting. I was going to say I'm not I think there's a lot of people who'd be very upset with you saying that Wolfenstein was equivalent to Infinite. <laughs> no, I'm saying that it was as, the gameplay was as fun. Oh. The combat eh. was as fun. Maybe one day we'll review that one cuz I I remember coming out of it going that really was not as good as I was expecting it to be. Well, fuck but, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you. Either way, they're coming out with new ones. It seems like... Is this still made by id Software? Not sure. Nope, this is by Bethesda now. Oh, but it does say developed by id Software. So mm. either way, it sounds like their new lineup, at the very least, they're doing better, and they're not just, like, rehashing the old game. You know, this isn't Doom 3, which... I just recently played to see if it really was as garbage as everyone said. It was just as garbage as everyone said. So Yeah, I tried to play least... it on uh, Xbox, I think, and it was unhand it, the handling was just so bad. It was not it worth was it. Bad. It was really bad. So at least they're they're not making that same mistake anymore and the new ones are, that are coming out are much better quality games. Um yeah. I think that's about it. There was a, a mention of Outworlds, which sounds kind of like a, a space RPG, kind of reminiscent of the Bethesda games. Sounds like it's going to be really interesting. I didn't get a chance to really look too deep into it, though. But you know what you did get a chance to look really deep into? What? Infested Planet. Oh, transition. Whoa, look at me. Look oh. at me go. You don't get these kind of transitions with Mark or Kevin. <laughs> that's true in fact mark tries try. to derail my transition <laughs> that's absolutely true <laughs> at least you give it a shot um i know right yeah so What's you got against transitioning confess, uh, i was about to say something that was probably too personal i'll not say anything <laughs> okay all right <laughs> i'm gonna leave that one there you're gonna make so many assumptions about mark that just aren't true <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna build it into his uh his online persona all right that sounds fun <laughs> anyway it's only uh, funny if it's not true right i sometimes it's extra funny if it is true that's true moving on so so infested planet this so when you first told me about this game and we're like, no, you should really play it. This was even before we started doing the podcast. Yeah. I remember looking at the store page and going, oh, this is some like top down twin stick shooter. Like you're controlling a small squad of people. I don't want to play another one of those stupid games. And then I told you that and you were like, no, 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 it's a strategy game. And I looked at it a bit closer. I'm like, oh, it is a strategy game. Still looks like shit. Still not something I want to play. <laughs> And then we started doing this, and you're like, oh, guess what I'm going to make you play, asshole? <laughs> Infested Planet, go fuck yourself. Oh, relax. It's not that, it's not like bad or anything. It's fun. It's not good. It's, oh. it's, not, really, it's not really fun either. It's just kind of there. If you say so, man. Let's get into the, the description here. So, Infested Planet. Here's, here's what Steam has to say. Command a team of five elite soldiers against an alien horde of... 100,000. Surrounded on all sides, you must outmaneuver and outsmart the enemy. With very positive reviews. Yes. Um, one, very positive reviews being 1,690. So, not that many. Uh, also, 500,000. 
Where are they pulling these numbers from? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess a hundred thousand's fine. The five is kind of weird, considering you can have up to ten. And I would describe them as yeah. not elite soldiers unless you upgrade them. That too. I just don't understand why in their description they decided to throw in numbers like that. Yeah, I don't know. Do you really have so little to say about your game that you can't come up with something better? I'd say it's reasonable to kill 10,000 aliens in one round. Uh, they told you the stats at the end. Maybe if I had paid attention. Shoulda. Yeah, I honestly, that's probably one of the worst descriptions I think we've seen so far because it really doesn't tell you anything about the game. Uh, it doesn't tell you that it's an RTS. It doesn't tell you that it's like, yeah, it just it doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't tell you why you're fighting the aliens. Nothing. Surrounded on all sides. Like, again, with only having two sentences, what do you mean surrounded on all sides? That that sounds like, I don't even know what it sounds like. It sounds like you're in some, you know, you were the last remnant of some ex, uh, exploration uh, and the colonization effort and the aliens popped out and killed everyone now you're just the only last piece of civilization on this planet and you're trying to fight your way out not what this is about i don't remember ever being surrounded all on all sides clearly you were playing on too easy of a difficulty then i just it does not seem again for for having so few words i don't understand the decision to to make this be their steam description all right, let me try for my own description of the game then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a callback to Flash games, uh, Flash strategy games, not like tower shooters necessarily, but similar. They got bases uh, that auto-generate enemies that head towards your bases or units, and you command a small squad of between, I would say, four to ten units with the ability to produce uh, defensive structures and... Um, I guess, different kinds of pods that can heal you or emit shields or uh, what have you. And your objective is typically just to take over all of the enemy hardpoints, and when you take them, you get the ability to build more shit. Um, yeah, you command from a top-down perspective, and just a squad-based RTS kind of game. I'm glad that you mentioned the fact that it's reminiscent of Flash games. It is. I would say this is a Flash game. That you spent fifteen dollars on. I did not spend fifteen dollars on it. Steam sales, man. It was probably like less than five. But you spent money on it. Period. When it's <laughs> yeah, and it was worth every game. penny. It was worth every penny. <laughs> was it? Yes, it was. I think I think I've had more fun playing the balloon darts tower defense game. You know, I've probably spent more time playing that. I wouldn't say I've had more fun playing <laughs> that. <laughs> also, nowadays they actually charge you for that. You can't get the most recent t Balloons Tower Defense without paying. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, the Balloon Tower Defense 3000. Time to, time to give that a shot. It's like, nope, you want to you wanna play, you got to pay. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, no. It's like, no thanks. Well, it was. Because your game's not that fun. Right. It was one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> you know what would really be a nice game to play on my phone? Balloon Tower Defense. Let's go see if I can get it on the store. Mm -hmm. It's probably free. Nope. Nope. Can I play the old one? Nope. Nope. Yeah. No, it's dumb. Yeah. So, yeah. That, but that really was my initial impression when I when I started playing the game. I'm like, this looks like something I would play on, like, Flash.net or whatever. One of those old Flash game sites before we had enough money to go buy video games. It just seems like a very basic uh, RTS. Um, I'd like to talk about an intro cinematic, but I there wasn't any. 
uh, as far as the the gameplay goes, it was like you said, top down RTS, very small amount of units. I wouldn't say it's squad based because squad based reminds me of like the um, Lord of the Rings strategy game, uh, Battle from Middle Earth. I think it was called. Okay, how it was called? Yeah, when when you had some of the like console um, RTSs, they would when you bought units, they would come in a squad because it was too difficult to command individual units with a controller. So you would, when you bought like horsemen or you bought infantry, they'd come out in a squad of like four to 10 people. Yeah. When I think of squad based RTS, that's what I think of where you don't buy individual units. Whereas in this game you do, you buy individual Marines and you can command them all individually. They don't move as a group. Not nah, man. Squad base is usually where you have a very limited number of units. Like I wouldn't describe Battle for Middle Earth as being a squad based game. It's just the units are small groups instead of buying individual swordsmen or whatever. Hmm. Shall we dive into a semantics game? Uh, or should we just agree to disagree on this, this one? A, are we just going to keep pulling out examples and saying, I'm pretty sure this isn't squad-based, but it has a group of people together? <laughs> oh, I'll back off of that one, because I don't think anyone wants to listen to that stupid argument. Right. Um, or And we're back. We just cut out all that argument that we had that you didn't <laughs> want to listen to. <laughs> um, anyway, the, the controls were pretty simplistic. It was just, you know, mouse, click around tell people to move you can tell them to move while they fight you can as you said summon up different things hire more marines pay for you know upgrades to them when it when it came to like the way that you handled your upgrades you had two levels to it the first was in the outside of the actual game you would spend money that you got from the missions to buy new upgrade abilities so like if you wanted to get a, a sniper, you would buy the ability to get a sniper in your next mission. Or if you wanted to have your bunkers have turrets on them, you'd buy the ability to upgrade them in your in your mission. So when you came in, you'd have your starting group of Marines, and you'd have a certain amount of building points that you would spend. And as you took over new bases, um, found caches laying around on the ground and so forth, completed objectives you get more building points to either spend on upgrading your units, buying more units, buying upgrades to your overall um, capabilities, like putting turrets on your bunkers or adding shields, um, stuff like that. And it that, that was pretty much it. You're basically, you're a couple humans fighting against these hives of alien bug monster thingies. And as you move through the story, they become more varied in what they were fighting you with uh, as to like how fast they were, how much damage they did and what kind of monsters they throw at you. They, they'd have turrets on their bases that you'd have to fight and so on and so forth. And basically the objective in every mission was pretty much kill everything in the screen. I think there was like one that was more of an escort mission, but at the end of the day, most of them came down to just blow up all the enemy places. The main thing that this game had that I, I guess I could call unique was the fact that you, from a gameplay perspective, it's it was like playing against the Zerg without having the ability to try, even try and match their numbers because they very much would swarm you with a ton of units 
and you only had you know maximum of 10 marines you could build turrets and stuff but you know you had to spend your building points on other things as well so you there's a lot of moving about the the map trying to counter different uh advances by the by the enemy and they had different ways that you could handle that again you could build turrets you could build the upgrade to let your your bunkers have turrets so they could fight against them on their own uh you could also build a helicopter pad or something that would call on an airstrike so that was its one unique feature was just how you tactically handled the onslaught of the enemy to make sure you could protect all your spots because you did not have enough units to just leave them to defend all the time. Um, yeah, well, the that being, s- <laughs> I, I would say that they provide you. It's it's hard to talk to you about this because you pansied out and played it on normal. Hey man, I only had so much time. <laughs> you only had so much time. This game probably would have taken it anyway. Compared to some of the other games that we play. <laughs> This game was like, you should have played it on the hardest difficulty like you typically would. We were not supposed to record this game right now, sir. <laughs> You're supposed to record a different game, and I wasn't ready for this, but we had to switch at the last minute. Don't you be putting that on me. I played it on hard. <laughs> Blame Kevin. I... Blame Kevin. He had four months to play Fallout, damn it. I replayed it on hard. Four months. <laughs> <laughs> damn Kevin. He's going to get so much shit when you finally record that. Oh my god, I'm going... If he even hints at, oh, I didn't have enough time to beat the campaign. You're like, four months? You didn't have enough time? Four months? I thought he's been working on this since January. Oh, that's right. It was January. Six months. Going on seven. Six. Fuck, six months. (laughs) (laughs) God damn. Oh my god. Six months. So much time. And I've played this game twice. And I have 31 hours on it. So annoying. He totally had... more than enough time to play this fucking game (laughs) for sure man but anyway yes i did play it on normal i did yeah i'm sorry well anyway so the point is you typically don't have enough resources to go around you gotta make sure that you have very strategically placed defenses and still a squad to go take stuff over and the defenses are usually more cost effective than the squads but you're not going to get anywhere without a strong squad so you got to like sell off all your squad stuff whenever they do a push and then you got to quick sell all your defenses in an area and then rebuild up your squad and run it over real quick to try and take the next spot. And if people try and go around you and they succeed, then your only option is to push through the middle and set up and take over a bunch of bases and just give up all your other stuff and start new. So a lot of the time I would take the whole map over like two or three times because they keep cutting me like around the back or something because I didn't manage to keep a good enough hold. So I found that frustrating and satisfying when I would finally win because a lot, a lot of the time you're like, man, I already took that over. Why didn't I keep it? What did I do wrong? To be fair, that did happen even on normal just because there are so many units. There's, what they didn't change between normal and hard is how fast your stuff moves and how fast the enemy moves. And I'm pretty sure like the building points you get. So, you know, they, they still did swarm me and I'd play, you know, leapfrog between bases. It just, I don't know. Honestly, I think if I had had to go through what you were just describing, I probably would have got frustrated and quit because 
there's only so much of that I feel like dealing with. 20 hours worth. <laughs> are you talking to me or you? Talking to you. You're cut off. True. Ah, you could be in 20 True. hours. You... I'm sure I could. Um, that being said, level design, very, very uninteresting. It was all just some version of like crevice in in the rocks with randomly sparse bunkers that you were trying to take over. Agree. Nothing at all to be said about level design. It was very basic. Um, as were the controls. They didn't really... F- there was nothing wrong with the controls, that much I can say. Well, it was nice because... They didn't get in my way. You could buy all of the items with your left hand. All the all the upgrade trees were key command accessible. And the ones that you wound up using were easy enough. You just, like, I think, to, buy, to build a turret, you press VW and click. VW, click. And you could, like, queue up, like, five turrets to be built within, like, no time at all. Which I found to be very helpful because i think my first strategy was to do like turret pushes where i would just build the turret just outside their range and then move up that way yeah i it's a very standard since starcraft style of handling your your building and your commanding by having the hotkeys uh assigned to the keyboard it's as a standard controls they didn't get in my way but at the same time nothing really woo um as far as like the user interface, very simplistic. Again, didn't get in my way. Nothing really interesting about it. The the graphics were meh. I mean, it was you know, <laughs> it looked like a flash <laughs> an <game>? indie game. <laughs> looked like a flash game. Looked like an indie game. I did appreciate the fact you could zoom in, but then I realized that all like the shooting and stuff and the aliens attacking weren't like animated. It just it was kind of covered in a storm of damage blood, with each mostly. other. Yeah. Um again, nothing really interesting. The audio squishy, I guess I could describe it as. Yeah. Squelchy. Lots of bug squeals. I don't remember the music being good or bad. It's kinda of there. Yeah, it's alright. I got I got annoyed <laughs> with the music, turned it off and listened to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I watched Game of Thrones the majority of the time that I was playing this game. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I don't think that's the downside of the game. I think it it's just a good background game to play. Don't have anything to do for fifteen minutes. Just uh, just de-infest a planet. I don't know. Let's let's get to the the story because that's really where the majority of what was rubbing me the wrong way came in. Uh... It's like the gameplay, as I said, it's it's uninteresting. It's not a bad game in terms of gameplay. It's just kind of boring. Maybe you're right. Maybe because I'm not playing on hard, but it just really wasn't compelling to me, and the price tag added to that. Um, but the story was what really, really got me. So let me see if I can summarize the story. Not like I did with uh, Here's My Magic. I'll try and be short because there's not much to say. Basically, the story of this game is there's a mercenary group, that's going with some large uh, military group to go slaughter everything on a planet to prepare for colonization. There's a scientist that comes along. The entire thing is to go and kill them all. Eventually they find some hive mind. The general gets real pissy about the fact that he thinks he's smarter than the hive mind. The scientist wants to study it, of course, and the mercenaries want to get paid. They try and kill the hive. General gets killed in the process. Things go to shit. Mercenaries leave. Scientist stays, mercenaries come back, and you kill the hive mind. <laughs> and that's it. Done. 
that's the story. Nailed it. It was the story was so boring because there was a lot of back and forth between the characters throughout it, but it was very stereotypical. Like the scientist was a stereotypical scientist where they were using technical terms incorrectly and, you know, talking about stuff that the writer clearly didn't understand with that typical like, oh, I'm only in this for the knowledge. And then suddenly I'm going to kind of turn evil because I'm so focused on figuring this out and learning. Oh, she didn't turn that's evil. so bad. She kind of did. When? How? Let me see. Let me look. I know there was a point. I mean, in the end, you know, spoilers. <laughs> in the end, she gets the planet to not be colonized so she can study the biology. I guess that's bad. There's a point where I specifically wrote down that this was totally out of character for her. It was after the the general died, she decided that she wanted to like stay and continue fighting. Like before she was so maybe not evil, but before all of her conversations were basically like, "Oh, I'm just here to study. Can you please get these set these specimens for me? We're going to go store this here." Oh, isn't it interesting what the aliens, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden she's like, no, we're going to stay here and I'm going to suit up and we're going to kill these motherfuckers. And the mercenary's like, yeah, I'm out. So <laughs> you, you fight your own fight. And she's like, you cowards. You're not even going to stay here and fight you pussies. I'm just like, this is, you just completely flipped characters from like delicate flower to badass superhero and literally paragraph to paragraph yeah came out of nowhere um and then on top of that she after we killed the hive she decided to say that the place was classified and that it's hazardous so no one will come back but she's still sitting there studying them and like letting the aliens thrive which is also very stereotypical oh something bad's gonna happen if we ever have a sequel (laughs) because this person's being stupid they should have just killed it yeah no definitely a sequel setup on the off chance that this game deserves a sequel and the rest of the stuff from the characters was just so predictable you know the mercenary with this whole we're just in it for the money but i love you guys i love you guys but but we're just in for the money but we're gonna come back because we're han solo and we're gonna come and and save you at the end because you can trust us we are reliable we're not just in it for the money and the general who's like, I'm going to go and kill these inferior people because rah, 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 military. Here we go. I always knew my impeccable very... intelligence would su- be superior to the aliens. Yeah, that yeah. guy was so annoying, man. <laughs> He's like, ah, well, I so knew so war was all about intelligence, and now I will prove that I am the most intelligent. Ah. Yes. So and, the, ever... and the best way for me to handle this is to, is to go onto the field of battle myself and fight it hand to hand. <laughs> right. <laughs> you all what? can't understand how war should be done. I have to do it myself. It's like, jeez, dude, this is the most... And literally every time he spoke, that's what he did. <laughs> yeah. And it was so... Like, they, you come in and he already hates the mercenary group for no explanation. Just, fuck you, you're mercenaries. And then the entire time he's sitting there going, yeah, these aliens are so dumb. They're so dumb. I'm gonna beat them because they're dumb. It's like, can you give me a little bit of characterization on this guy before you just have him doing that? These monologues don't make sense. Oh, yeah. And the little, do you remember the little poems that they wrote for the hive mind? 
Yeah, those are really, really bad. <laughs> those are really bad. It's <laughs> terrible. Man, uh, yeah, while we talk, I'm going to see if I can find one of them. They're so bad. Like, there was a couple of them I remember reading and going, oh, that was, wait, no, that was bad. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to get that, unfortunately. Should have just written some down. Yeah, they're like dumb little poems that they that they decided to write just to and they they wouldn't even like give an idea of like what the hive mind was about. It was just like uh the living are jealous of the 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 dead and the dead are jealous of the living. Ponder. Yeah. Let me <laughs> <laughs> Let me go for a few stanzas about how war is meaningless. <laughs> right. Yeah, the individual was... doesn't matter, but the group doesn't matter well, either. <laughs> but the group will prosper. What? what does that mean? Do you know what that means? Because I don't think you do. <laughs> Bugs, man. <laughs> this entire game felt like someone, <laughs> like someone asked their friend for, that they knew in high school, who was really quote unquote good at writing in high school yeah like but you're such a great writer can you write the storyline for our game and they did it when they were really high and the guy got in like well we got to put something into the game i guess this is what we get no what they did is they said you had six months six months and you can't even <laughs> put more months. than 15 hours into the into the game what's wrong with you do you know how much time i spent coming up with all this shit and you're gonna <laughs> fucking tell me that you couldn't put more than 15 hours into this game <laughs> and he's like well i'm sorry i'm really busy <laughs> like, no you're not <laughs> no you're not you're an english major what do you do <laughs> oh, i was talking about kevin <laughs> I knew you were talking about Kevin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> six months. <laughs> oh, here's a here's a little paraphrasing from one of the missions that'll give you an idea of how stupid this this scientist speak is. Apparently, the hive consumed our DNA, meaning what they meant to say was incorporated our DNA into them. But they said consumed. So I'm sitting there going, yes, we know they were eating us. What is your point? Did you know that our cells have DNA in them? Do you know what DNA is? Have you ever eaten <laughs> a steak? <laughs> I, I don't think... Yeah, when was the last time you ate a steak and all of a sudden you became a cow? <laughs> yeah, when was the... That's not how this works, guys. <laughs> yeah, they probably meant something like assimilated, where it's like both. Like, they ate it and became it. Right. That's what they meant, but that's not what they said. No. And then apparently that makes them vulnerable to our bioweapons. I don't know why we couldn't use bioweapons we made specifically for the aliens and not fucking kill ourselves in the process, but okay. Uh, yeah, you know. And then my favorite part is they used a combination of Ebola and anthrax because you know how viruses are just something that you... You know how viruses work like baking? You know, you take some salt and you take some sugar and now you have a sugary, salty thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they combined Ebola and anthrax for this bioweapon and they were going to test it on a clone. And I wrote, oh, it's totally a clone of the generator of, or of the general. And it was. 
<laughs> well, Brian, let me go. That's ahead how and, predictable this game. Was. Let me go ahead and drop some knowledge on you. Anthrax is a bacteria. You unscientific fuck. <laughs> <sighs> nice, nice. I'll take that. I'll take that school. <laughs> to be fair, you just got done with months of studying pathogens. So <laughs> I wish they gave us a week. It's not. <laughs> Point being, I am speaking outside of my area of expertise, and I understand this is not my ex- area of expertise. I'm not trying to write a story that makes sense. I'm trying to comment on their stupidity. Yeah, no, that's... Point store means <laughs> you're not going to combine bacteria and viruses as a bioweapon. <laughs> what do you mean? You just kind of just kind of put the bacteria in the, in the virus, and then you shake it up? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> ah, it's like uh, pina colada. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And I like the way anyway, that yeah. to use the bioweapon, you drag these pods over, and they just explode, like <laughs> with your with your people standing in. Them. Yep. And oh, well, okay, they're not that human, but like, yeah, it's dumb. And I like the way they chose Ebola just because it's a newsworthy topic, like three years ago. Right. If it was made today, they would have chosen Zika. Right. Even though that's not something that's going to, like, <laughs> deadify you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, a hive mind being unable to make billions of babies, pretty good. Yeah, actually, that would have made a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. The characters were bad. The story was pretty bad. It was just... You know, let's just stop they focusing on the story here. And they shouldn't have even done it. They should have just let you play through the missions without any of that. Yeah, I think it would have been fine without any sort of story. And probably a little better. But come on, think of it as a Flash game. Not bad, right? As a Flash game, not bad. As a game that some people spent $15 on, kind of bad. Okay, yeah, for $15, true. That's what Steam sales are for. They bring down those uh, uh, ridiculously high prices to something that's close to reasonable. I don't think this game took $15 per purchase to make. Maybe. <laughs> the music was pretty all right. <laughs> you said it was so bad you turned it off <laughs> and listened to a podcast instead. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just saying you talk this game up a lot. And it kind of hit exactly where I thought it was going to hit, which is why I didn't want to play it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I thought that you would like the Flash bits, because we did play a lot of Flash games when we were younger. I thought you, you liked the style a little. And at least it's not like indie indie, where it's like the pixely garbage that Kevin likes to play. I feel like I'm ragging <laughs> on Kevin a lot this, <laughs> this podcast. Yeah, you've been really hard on Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> it's okay. He doesn't He doesn't listen to these anyway. He won't. <laughs> Um, next time I talk to him, I'll be like, Eric was so nice to you. <laughs> he had a lot of really positive things to say about you. Right. And he'll open it up being like, wow, I didn't know Eric wasn't an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish there was more to say about it, but it's a, it's a very short game. Even if you like it, there's not much to say. So... I think with that, let's go on to our, our rankings and such. So for me, uh, it's definitely in the meh pile. It's not. It wasn't unpleasant to play. It was just boring. 
So if I had no other games, I'd, I'd play it again. But I definitely don't intend to to do that. And just the fact that it was it was so um, unsubstantial just doesn't really make me even feel like it was worth being in a good pile. Yeah. What about yourself? I mean, myself, I think it's a it's a good game. It's it definitely fills that void of something that one I can download, re, re like install on my computer in like a couple seconds, and then I can play it for thirty minutes if that's all I have, you know. And then I can just quit if it like it's non consequential. If I need to go do something, I can just turn it off and it's all good, you know. I don't have to sit down like I'm doing Fallout and be like, all right, got like two beers over here already got like a glass of water got myself a nice cushion and i'm ready to play for like four hours so that i can get my value out of this game because it takes me like 10 minutes to get oriented and fall out before i go rolling out you know that's fair i just feel like there are other games i'd rather play for 30 minutes oh, i'm sure there are i just like it because it's i don't know it's it feels satisfying to mow over a bunch of these these aliens and I think that the uh, the animations are entertaining to watch. And, I mean, you can lose if you're not paying attention, but you can also, like, listen to something or watch something in the background, and you don't have to devote that much of your brain power as long as you're, as long as you're not trying to burn through it in five hours like I was doing the other day. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely wouldn't describe it as the best game that I've ever played. I would just describe it as... Uh, a good background game to have on in the back pocket. I guess that's a fair point. But as for one-liners, I'd say I'm glad I didn't spend $15 on it and I could just take it from your Steam library. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been a much worse experience if I had to buy this. Yeah, say most fun squishing bugs I've had in a while. I don't know, I feel like walking's more fun. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> disagree <laughs> walking's more fun what is this <laughs> i have a better time when i have to walk the dogs <laughs> all right very strong emphasis on the have to part of that sentence <laughs> uh brian doesn't love his dogs and hates walking them but he hates <laughs> hates this game more Yes, that's that's the takeaway here. Oh, something that we didn't <laughs> mention. Dogs. It really did seem like these people were just going, I guess, they must have been like Starship Trooper fanboys, or at least they just wanted to take, rip off the entire premise and just do do it, <laughs> do the, the hive mind bug monsters on another planet that you're colonizing, blah, blah, blah. It really yeah. did seem like they just inserted this yeah. game into the world of Starship Troopers and just didn't take any of the fun parts about Starship Troopers. That's a good point. I mean, if I could actually see what the aliens looked like, for all we know, they actually looked like the Starship Trooper aliens. Uh, yeah, I think they were like beetle creatures. Or worms. Yeah, all, all the aliens looked like worms or beetles. Oh, anyway, I think that's enough of that. Uh, as I said, there's not much to the game, so... We won't try and pretend like there's more to talk about than there really is. Yeah, well, if there's one thing you can give it, it was definitely a good background game to have in case somebody decides to drop the ball. Who was that? Who? 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 <laughs> I think it was Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really want Kevin to listen to this now. <laughs> Make him quit. 
<laughs> quit the podcast. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so what is on deck for the next few podcasts? So right now, uh, we've got Assassin's Creed between myself and Pat, which most likely is probably going to get delayed because uh, reasons mostly around the fact that Pat didn't have Assassin's Creed. There's somehow miscommunication on this. So I'm giving him that today. Uh, next one is Rocket League and Stanley Parable. So that's probably going to be the actual next that we do, if not Fallout. Um, assuming Kevin finally fucking finished that game. We also have Project Zomboid coming up and Kerbal Space Program. So we've got quite a few coming up, and I'm sure we're going to continue to talk about new games that are coming out in the subsequent ones and rehash some of these conversations with the rest of the group just to see what their opinion is because you know we don't like nintendo so fuck all those games but i'm sure mark and kevin might have something positive to say about animal crossing yeah or like checked out the trailer and saw something important i don't think there's anything important in the animal crossing trailer it's probably just serene music and people fishing yeah (laughs) (laughs) if i can't kill my neighbors i don't want to play it could be fun like animal crossing cult edition yeah sacrifice the bunny man what's the bunny man I don't know. They're all animal-themed Uh-oh. people, so I'm assuming there's a bunny man. I see, like, Christmas Critters, or Woodland yeah. Critter Christmas Animal Crossing Edition. Again, Nintendo. We came up with a better game in, in two seconds. You guys can do this, too. I mean, yeah, they could just do a spinoff. It'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, people would buy it. Saints Row, Pokemon Edition. <laughs> South Park <laughs> version of Animal Crossing. Much better games. Uh, uh Poor Nintendo. No, fuck Nintendo. <laughs> and we lost our listeners. God damn it. Um, oh, well. Kevin doesn't anyway, listen anyway. If, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so just as a reminder, we do have a Facebook page, uh, Utter Descent. You can also follow us on Twitter at Utter Descent and pick a podcast site. We're on it. The primary one we use is Podbean, but we're also on Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher. Uh I think with that, we're going to put this to sleep, and we will catch you guys next time. All right, see ya.